you know, we welcome March for many reasons. One is maybe the stock market will be better than it was in February, but also it's spring, and it's a lot of history. Uh, in fact, it's National Reading Month, and it also kicks off Women's History Month. And, and in fact, Friday, March the 3rd, is National Reading Day, and playing a big role in that. And somebody we can talk to about maybe both of those celebrations is Jennifer Sampson. She is the, and I'm going to get this right, the McDermott Templeton President and CEO of the United Way of Metropolitan Dallas. How'd they do? You were perfect, David. That's exactly right. And you've got Happy- a business card that's about this long to carry on. <laughs> a lot of words, a lot of um, iconic leadership names on that title. So sure. let's, talk, let's talk about Reading Month and Reading Day, first of all. I'm an English major, so I, I've, you know, I've got a history of buying books and never being able to part with them, whether I'm going to ever read them again or not. But I try to. Tell me why reading is so important. Well, at at United Way of Metropolitan Dallas, reading is important because we believe that early reading is a critical component of our work to create opportunity and access for all North Texans to thrive. And specifically with reading, we know that when kids have the skills they need to succeed in school, like reading on grade level, it empowers them to reach their full potential. And we know that uh, from kindergarten through second grade, students are really learning how to read. And from third grade on, they are reading to learn. And that third grade um, marker is a very important educational milestone. And it's why United Way has placed such an important focus on improving reading proficiency by third grade for all North Texas students. And we're measuring our progress against that through our Aspire United 2030 goals. So, you know, the other thing is there's a crossover point where reading, I mean, you have to learn to read, and then you have to read because you have reading assignments, and it's work. But at some point, you cross over and reading can become fun. I'm thinking that's really where you all come in. Absolutely. Um, You know, like you said, it's it's beneficial to children's development. Reading, creativity, vocabulary is all fun. Um, And it's really the foundation for all other learning because when students have that strong reading uh, capability and skill, they're equipped to learn other subjects such as science, math, history, and so much more. Um, In fact, an estimated 85% of all curricula is taught by reading. And so this week on Friday, we're celebrating Reading Day and we're bringing out uh, over 700 volunteers uh, to read to students across North Texas and make reading fun um, because we want kids, we want to inspire that love, that spark um, of, of loving uh, learning how to read uh, and how that influences the rest of their, their educational success. You know, United Way has always had really good support from a wide part of the community. I gather, I know you've been out recruiting uh, volunteers, you'll take, I, I would hope, anybody who, who, who likes to read. But, you know, you're one of the forums that's always been able to put together sort of politicians and CEOs and all sorts of people. Yes, and we have, you know, a lot of our elected officials uh, joining us on Friday. I, I like to think of United Way as really that bridge between um you know, so many constituent groups, corporations, obviously, there are so many corporations in North Texas that support United Way's community impact work through giving, whether it's in the workplace or through, um, you know, their their uh, CSR 
priorities, co corporate social responsibility priorities. So we have a large number of workplace employees that come out on reading day. We also have a lot of people who are not um, affiliated with a workplace uh, that come out and read. And we're excited about, um, you know, many of our elected officials joining us on Friday as well. It's a very diverse group. 700 is a lot. Um, it's it's more than double the size uh, of the number of readers that we had come out last year. Really? And it's going to be great for these kids. Yeah. Oh, that's fabulous. But, but I mean, your job is interesting. Yeah, and you've been doing this now for over a decade, I know. But I it's, have. But it's really interesting. I mean, United Way... It does a lot of good, but you also have to sort of orchestrate a whole lot of, you know, strong-willed people and, and, and well-meaning people. And you have to stimulate giving every year. And you also have to do this, you know, during the midst of a, of a period when the economy's been shut down for a couple of years. It's been challenging, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it has. You know, I mean, when I look back over the last three years, you know, our – our North Star is to create that opportunity and access for all North Texans to thrive. And we are harnessing that caring power of our community uh, to help us achieve that goal. And in North Texas, um, it's no surprise for those of us who live here that we live in a community that's incredibly generous. Um, and while the last few years, you know, living through the, the pandemic have certainly been challenging, um, it's really put a sharp focus on our uh, strategy uh, around education, income, and health. Never have those three uh, impact areas been more critically important than in the last three years. I mean, we we're talking about education this morning, but the learning loss that uh, students um, had to endure through a period of time where they weren't in the classroom um, was significant. The um, impact on jobs and employment was significant during a period of time early in COVID and, and health, um, ensuring that people have access to health care, to health insurance, that they have a medical home has also been critically important. So it's really highlighted the strategy that we've had in place um, for over a decade. And we've been, you know, so grateful that so many in North Texas have supported this work, have invested in this work, and are committed to driving measurable outcomes because of it. But again, and really speaking in terms of, you know, Women's History Month and what you've been doing for the last decade in particular, as you mentioned, the last three years, the challenges of keeping, you know, your volunteers motivated, your paid staff around so that you don't have to go out and regroup them and still have the cash flow coming into the organization that you need to turn around and do the good things that you do. This is, this must have pulled on every CEO skill that exists for you. <laughs> it, it, indeed it has. And, you know, hats off to an incredible staff uh, team that we have at United Way. Our volunteers are extraordinary. Uh, the vision that the United Way boards, both the United Way and the foundation boards, um, have for the future of this work has been the engine that's kept us going. And, you know, at the heart of it all is is the mission. Um, we are mission driven. And when duty calls, as it certainly has over the last few years at a time of crisis, um, you know, this this community, our organization, both staff, volunteers and board and our investors have really leaned into this work to help drive some extraordinary um, outcomes. It's, so, it's been a wonderful time to be a part of it. What's your budget like now versus uh, what it was pre-COVID 2019? So we are, 
our goal this year is to raise $50 million for our annual campaign. Um, you know, during COVID, we saw unprecedented increases in uh, resources to support the work, uh, both from corporations, but also because there was such a significant amount of public funding uh, mm. available during that time. Um, and we were called uh, by the city of Dallas numerous times to be the fiduciary um, uh, of, of public dollars to help keep people in their homes uh, through rental eviction prevention assistance uh, to provide healthcare navigation services. So, you know, moving out of COVID, we're kind of getting back to a pre-COVID uh, marker. Um, we, you know, we saw big increases in those um, resources to support our work uh, during the pandemic that aren't that just aren't around, you know, in ordinary times. So, you know, we raised uh, upwards of, you know, $65 million uh, over that period of time. And we're resetting, um, assuming that that public funding and government funding is not going to be available moving forward and kind of getting back to our core, which is, um, you know, resources raised from employees in the workplace, from corporate foundations, private foundations, and others to support our work. But has the, has the role altered, do you think? Has, has there been a fundamental change in in the role and the demands that are put on United Way post-COVID because of things that you had to do during that period? Yeah, I mean, I, I believe, and again, I'm going back to the, the strategy that we had in place before COVID. Um, I mentioned, you know, it, COVID put a sharp point on right. uh, the fact that education, income, and health are interconnected in times of crisis um, and in ordinary times, which you could argue that there are times of crisis in the lives of people that live in our communities 365 days a year. But but we believe that if we're focusing on measurable outcomes in education, income, and health, and that's what our Aspire United 2030 strategy is set up to do, is to drive very specific outcomes against goals that we've set in those three areas, we are delivering a social return on investment to our investors and to this community. And we're measuring what we do every single day. So, you know, during COVID, that certainly helped us prioritize needs, you know, in education, income and health. And post-COVID, uh, it is driving that same level of focus and impact. Um, there really is no other organization that is focused on those three areas, education, income and health, all at the same time with very specific measurable goals in place to drive uh, very positive outcomes in our community. Well, I would say you have been tested and have Pass the test in flying colors. Now, let's all go out and read a book. We'll celebrate. Uh, <laughs> let's do. Na National Reading Day and National Reading Month. That's right. National Reading Day uh, and National Reading Month. And let's keep reading to our kids and inspire that love of reading and learning that helps set them up for success in school and in life. Thanks a lot. That's Jennifer Sampson. She's the president and CEO of United Way Metropolitan Dallas. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.